You're listening to the Pass It On Weekly Podcast. Pass It On is a ministry of the Gathering Youth Group at E-Free Church in Northern Michigan. Do you ever wish you could go back in time to fix your mistakes? It would be nice, but it's just not possible. Fortunately, we can look back and learn from our mistakes. We can also see what was done the right way and learn from that. Part of having wisdom is thinking about how what we do now will affect what will happen later. Listen now as Dave explains. Welcome back to Pass It On. I said last week that we're just a few weeks away from things changing around here forever. And we are all part of this divine relay race that started long before we even got here. I want to take you guys all the way up to the top for a second. So this is the 10,000 foot view of this message, the big picture. Ultimately, I want this to be the parting words of wisdom to our outgoing class and to our incoming class. And here it is. By saying yes to Jesus, by choosing his way, you choose the narrow road. It's harder, but at the end, you'll have no regrets that you traveled that road. I told you guys before that I grew up in the best generation. I was a kid of the 80s, and I don't want to spend all of my time explaining why the 80s were the best, but I'll just say that our generation had the best music, had the best TV shows, best video games. Nintendo started in the 1980s and changed gaming forever. Rap was really birthed in the 80s. Music went to the next level and went portable in the 80s. You'd have to sit and listen to something plugged in at your house before boomboxes. And then the thing that really revolutionized music to go mobile was this little device called the Walkman. Who could forget the clothes? The clothes were awesome in the 80s. Not the best choices, but memorable. And by far, guys, by far, the best movie era was in the 80s. I don't want to, like, be a uh, basher of all other generations, but the 80s were awesome. Great music, great actors, uh, and here's my favorite movie from the 80s, Back to the Future. You guys have probably seen that movie, maybe not. If not, your homework is go and watch Back to the Future. Here's what happened in Back to the Future. They had all of these great actors. There was Michael J. Fox. We were blown away though, when we saw Marty's Time Machine, a 1981 DeLorean. And I think what was so cool uh, was just this idea of time travel. That DeLorean was awesome because the sides popped up and we had never seen a car like that. And here it is in this awesome movie, Back to the Future. I've always thought it was so cool just to think about the idea of going back in time and back uh, to an era where you know, we weren't there, and just seeing what happened and going back uh, back in time. I want to give you guys a few things to hang on to tonight. We're talking about passing the baton and passing it well. Here's a few things I want you to remember. You can, you can think about these things, maybe write them down, but we need to learn from our past how the mistakes happened, and not only how the mistakes happened, how the victories happened. Not only learn from our past, but look ahead to our future. Be a generational thinker or a back-to-the-future thinker. And do things now that will positively affect our future, not just my future, but also the future of others. 
This takes selfishness right off the table and really gives us a look at what wisdom is. I want you to remember this. Attach to the right things and detach from the wrong things. I'll say it again. By saying yes to Jesus, by choosing His way, you choose the narrow road. It's harder, but at the end, you'll have no regrets that you traveled that road. So if you've seen the movie, Back to the Future, Marty sees his dad in the past. All these things that his dad does, all the decisions that he makes in his past, starts to affect Marty in the future. When we don't think that way, it's not wisdom. It's just dumb. And God doesn't like it. I want to take a look again at Judges chapter 10 for a minute and go back to the future of Israel. Judges chapter 2. We read that verse in, in, in verse 10 last week when Joshua and his generation died. It's so sad. Another generation arose and did not know God, nor the works that he had done for Israel. So what happens when an entire generation drops the baton for the next generation of faith? Let's go back to that 10,000 foot view for a second. That big thing I wanted you to get across. By saying yes to Jesus, by choosing his way, you choose the narrow road. It's harder, but at the end, you'll have no regrets that you traveled that road. What happens when you don't do that? What happens when you do the opposite of that? When you choose the wide road, the one that most people choose, the one that seems easier, but at the end, there's destruction. You're not a generational thinker. You're not a back-to-the-future thinker, but you just think about yourself. You don't look at other Others' failures, you don't look at the past, you're not thinking about your future, let alone anyone else's future. And you're basically reliving that generation of Joshua, the generation after Joshua. There used to be a guy on TV, his name was Dr. Phil. He was famous for saying this in his big Texas accent How's that working for you? Let's see how it worked out for Israel. If you have a Bible, open it up to Judges chapter 10. God sends these two guys. They're, they're judges. He sent them to Israel to, to help them get back on track. And basically, to slap some sense into these dumb Israelites. And their names were Tola, we'll call him T, and Jair, we'll call him J.R. Here's how it went, starting in Judges chapter 10, verse 6. Then the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baals and Ashtoreths, the gods of Syria, little g, the gods of Sidon, little g, the gods of Moab, the gods of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines. And they forsook the Lord and didn't serve Him. I want to help you understand what this means in the context of how it relates to us here in 2023. And explain to you guys, the Bible is not out of date. If you don't understand it, if you don't get it, then, you know, that's a problem. But don't ever let anyone tell you that it's out of date, that it's irrelevant. In fact, I want to explain to you, and you can call, you, you can tell me if it's not exactly what we struggle with in 2023. 
Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. This phrase is repeated seven times in the book of Judges. They kept going back to the same stupid things. What were those things? They served Baals and Ashtoreths and the gods of Syria, Sidon, Moab, and, and the Philistines. So how is this relevant to us today? 2023, what are Baals, what are Ashtoreths? Well, these were idols. They had all of these little idols sitting around that they would pray to and worship. And it wasn't because they were really cool to look at. They prayed and worshipped them because they represented something. Baal was the god of weather. Weather was everything to them because they planted crops. If the weather wasn't good, crops didn't grow. And if crops didn't grow, they wouldn't be able to harvest as much and they wouldn't make as much money. Why did they pray and worship Baal's idols? Because Baal represented money to them. Sound like 2023? Worshiping the God of money. What about asterisks? Same thing. A lot of little asterisk poles carved out of these trees set up to worship and worship this false goddess of fertility. She was associated with love, sex, romance, relationships, right? So, so far we've got these guys who have lost their focus on God, putting their focus on money and sex or money and a guy and a girl above God. Starting to sound a little more like 2023. I think this last one is going to put it over the top for us. Let's read it again. Then the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baals and Asterisks, God of money, God of relationships above anything else, and the gods of Syria, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines, and they forsook the Lord and didn't serve him. Okay, so what are all these little gods that they're talking about here? What, what are they putting their focus on them for? What do they represent? Let me explain all of this. Syria, Moab, Ammon, the Philistines. These were all people groups who lived around them. And it would be like saying, uh, we have all of these schools, all right? We've got Gaylord schools, we've got Joburg schools, we've got St. Mary schools, we've got Grayling kids, we have homeschool and we like to idolize the things that other people idolize. Basically, we think it's cool, so we're going to do it too, because it's cool. Listen, it's not, we think about all this, you know, I think about all my, all my kids, all my kids and you guys, and I see there's an idol worship going on to things. Somebody has a cool pair of shoes. Somebody has a cool haircut. Somebody has the latest and greatest iPhone. And we begin to idolize these things. And we look around and even though we're all from different places, all from different schools, we all begin to idolize the same things. And it's the same thing going on. And we see history repeat itself again in 2023. Don't tell me that the Bible is irrelevant. It's completely relevant. I love you all. I hope you know that. 
I want you to hear me on this because this is really important. I hope your youth group experience is not just about youth group. It can't be. I hope what you learn here or have learned here, you can take with you and you can carry this baton of faith that we've been talking about. And that baton of faith is having a personal relationship with Jesus. I hope youth group isn't just about youth group. I mean, we do so many things here to have so much fun. But guys, if it were just about that, we wouldn't be doing our job. Long after you leave this place, I hope youth group is not about youth group. I hope what you've learned here is how to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the baton that you can carry far past your time here at youth group. I gave examples last week about this Olympic women's 4 by 100 meter relay team who were disqualified in two separate Olympic games. Once because in the exchange zone, when they needed to pass the baton, one was too wiped out to finish strong, and she went to pass it, and the other one was too gung-ho. She took off way too early. The second time, and they got disqualified because they were outside of the exchange zone. And the second time when they ran in another Olympic event, the second time they just dropped the baton altogether. I've seen too many kids, too many too many kids who get to college or the workforce, and because it's too hard to run on that narrow road, too hard, they simply give up. Or they stop carrying the baton altogether. I've seen others leave and they're just gung-ho, right? They are filled up and ready to go for Jesus. And they don't take time to stop and listen to the Holy Spirit. They get plugged into the wrong things. They start work right away, but they don't ask God, is this where I can honor you best? And all of a sudden, all the wheels fall off and they suddenly miss the pass. Our focus gets put on the wrong things. Here's how that worked out for Israel. Judges, chapter 2, starting in verse 7, says he became angry with them. He sold them into the hands of the Philistines and to the Ammonites, who that year shattered and crushed them. For eighteen years they oppressed all the Israelites on the east side of the Jordan in Gilead, the land of the Amorites. The Ammonites also crossed the Jordan to fight against Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim. Israel was in great distress. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord, We have sinned against you, forsaking our gods and serving the Baals. And the Lord replied to them, When the Egyptians, the Amorites, and the Ammonites, and the Philistines, the Sidonians, and the Amalekites, and the Moabites oppressed you, and you cried to me for help, did I not save you from their hands? But you have forsaken me and served other gods. So I will no longer save you. Go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them save you when you're in trouble. Wow. That is painful to read, guys. That is painful. I want you to remember these things tonight because it's important. Attach to the right things. Detach from the wrong things. Friends and family, right things. Your phone and endless Instagram reels, wrong things. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher 
of your faith. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. Your money will fall into place. God is your provider. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. Your relationship with that guy or girl will fall into place. Do it His way. You'll get the right girl or the right guy at the right time. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. Not on what sort of clothes you wear or what type of phone you have or how you can be the most popular kid in school. All that means nothing in the light of eternity. When we, when we get to heaven, if we get to heaven, God's not going to look at you and say, Hey, cool shoes, bro. He's not going to do that. He's not going to say, Hey, I love your iPhone. He's not going to do that. He's going to ask you, Were you faithful to me? And did I know you? And did you know me? I'll say it again. By saying yes to Jesus, by choosing His way, you choose the narrow road. It's harder. For sure it's harder. But at the end, you'll have no regrets that you traveled that road. Pass the baton well. Only one life to live. And it will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you've given us this baton of faith, Lord, to pick up. I pray that we can run the race marked out for us with perseverance, fixing our eyes on you, Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I pray that we can attach to the right things and detach from the wrong things. I pray, Lord, that as we travel this road that's narrow, as we travel this road that's less traveled and not many people travel on God, I pray that as we get to the end of our time, as we get to the end of our life, that we would live a life with no regrets, knowing that we traveled that road less traveled, God, that leads to life and not the road, the wide road that most people go on that leads to destruction. Father, strengthen us. Father, give us uh, the energy and, and Lord, just give us purpose in our life. Lord, we thank you for this great baton of faith that you passed on to us, God, and that we want to pass on to others. Help us to do that well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pass It On is a ministry of Gaylord E. Free Church and the Gathering Youth Group.